0: Hi guys! Today's film is an American epic science fiction film directed and produced by James Cameron. Avatar, The Way of Water The film starts on Pandora, with Jake Sully, Sam Worthington, recapping his life since joining the NA6 as chief of the Omaticaya clan. He and Nighty Teary, Zoe Saldana, have become parents to Nettium, Jamie Flatters, K, Britton Dalton, and Tuck, Trinity Jolie Bliss along with another adopted daughter, Kiri, Sigourney Weaver, who is the biological daughter of Grace Augustine's NA6 avatar. The kids also spend time with a human boy, Spider, Jack Champion, who was left behind with the human scientists after the previous group evacuated Pandora since babies couldn't be put into cryostasis. While the children see Spider as something of a cousin, Nightyteary feels the boy would be better off with other humans, in part due to her own hatred of the sky people. While everything seems blissful, Jake's happiness is quickly shattered when shuttles of RDA ships begin to descend upon Pandora, destroying huge parts of the forest and killing the wildlife. Jake and Nightyteary get their children and the other NA6 to safety, but Jake holds his wife as they watch in horror at the devastation left behind. One year later, Colonel Miles Quaritch, Stephen Lang, wakes up resurrected in his own avatar body. While he attacks his former teammates, all now in their own NA6 skins, Quaritch soon realizes what happened after watching a video log he left himself before their previous attempted mission to tear down the na 6 Tree of Souls before he and his team were all killed. After gathering their new weaponry, Quaritch decides to lead a team back onto Pandora with one goal in mind, Killing Jake. The RDA has colonized Pandora and built a mining base, along with a settlement called Bridgehead City. Jake leads several NA6 to fly their Ikran to attack the humans' aircraft and supply lines. Nettium and Loak attempt to join the fight, nearly getting severely injured in the process. Jake gets them to safety but chastises them for putting themselves in the line of fire. The group returns to their camp with the rest of the clan. Jake discusses with Nightyteary how these changes are impacting their children's lives. Meanwhile, Spider joins K and Kiri as they go to the humans' research facility where Norm Spellman, Joel David Moore, and Max Patel, Dilip Io, continue to work. Kiri talks to Grace's avatar as her body lies in the tank. Spider then notes that his NA6 friends at least know their parents, while he knows and resents who his father was, Quaritch. Quaritch and his team arrive at their base and meet General Francis Ardmore, E.D. Falco, who updates him on their operations since his time being dead. Ardmore informs them of the advantages the Omaticaya have on them before telling them how they can gain their own upper hand. The team enters the forest at the exact same time that Jake's kids and Spider are playing there. While Kiri immerses herself in the nature. The other kids spot Quaritch and his team as they survey the former Link unit for the humans and their avatars. He finds his skeleton inside the AMP suit where he was killed. The villains find the kids, and they realize they are Jake's kids because they have five fingers. Quaritch meets Spider and realizes he is the boy's father. Quaritch calls in Ardmore and her squad to come down while he takes the other kids as hostages. Jake and Teary are alerted to the scene, and both are stunned to see their nemesis alive and in an NA6 body. Nightyteary kills some of Quaritch's team before they open fire. She and Jake manage to get their kids back, but Quaritch and his surviving teammates fall back, taking Spider with them. Ardmore subjects the boy to a torture method to get him to disclose information on the clan's location, but Quaritch stops her and opts to try and get closer to Spider to earn his trust. He convinces Spider to ride along with him on their mission, or else the scientists will experiment on him. Jake talks to Nightyteary about having to leave the clan now that they are being targeted. While Nightyteary doesn't want to leave her home, Jake assures her that it is best for their children and the rest of the clan. He passes on leadership to another warrior, Tarsum, Keston John, and he leaves the clan with Nightyteary and their children. They fly their ikran and head toward the eastern seaboard to the home of the Metcana clan of NA6. The clan gathers with their leader, Tonawari, Cliff Curtis, and his pregnant wife, Ronald, Kate Winslet. Jake requests shelter for the sake of his family, though Ronald and other tribesmen are quick to look down on Jake and his kids for their half-human heritage, as well as the potential of bringing their dangers to this land. However, Tonawari respects the accomplishment of the Toruk Makto, and allows them to stay, and also instructs his children Aonung, Philip Geljo, Hansurea, Bailey Bass to show Jake's children how to adapt to their oceanic surroundings. Quaritch and his team take Spider through the forest, with Spider becoming their translator for the NA6 language that the team is still trying to learn. Quaritch also manages to link himself to his own Ikran, albeit more forcefully than the Omaticaya did. Jake's kids join Aonung and Tsureya, plus Aonung's friend Rocho, Dwayne Evans, Jr., as they explore the reef. Tsureya shows that they communicate with the underwater creatures via sign language, and they link to them the same way the Omatikaya link to their animals. However, when Loake attempts to connect to a creature, he is pulled quickly through the water and is thrown off. Meanwhile, Kiri has a more natural connection to the creatures and helps one of them interact with Tuck. Jake and Nightitiri are shown how to fly the Tsurak, which can move in the air as well as underwater. Loeke gets closer to Tsuraya, who shows him how to better his breathing underwater. He also takes him and his sisters deeper underwater by using creatures that provide air when resting on their backs. However, Aonung and Rocho are antagonistic toward Kiri for her being considered a half-breed, leading to Loeke punching Aonung in the face. Nettium joins in the fight along with Aonung's friends, leading to Jake scolding his sons for their behavior. Jake forces Loeike to apologize to Aonung. He does so, and Aonung invites Loeike to hunt with him and his friends. They go far enough until they trick Loeike into going after a creature, just before he and his creature are attacked by an Akula that kills Loeike's mount before chasing after him. Loake attempts to swim back up before he runs out of breath, but the Akula attempts to go for the kill until Loeke is saved by a whale-like creature called a tulkan, named Pyakan. Loake follows Pyakan and finds a harpoon stuck in his fin, so he removes it and earns Pyakan's trust. Jake speaks to Kiri, who has been feeling different lately due to what she has been seeing. She claims she can feel the heartbeat of their goddess Awa, and that it is mighty. Jake assures her that there is nothing wrong with her. Everyone then sees Loeke return, and Tonawari scolds Aonung for leading Loeke beyond the reef when it is forbidden, but Loeke takes the blame for everything to spare Aonung from getting in trouble. Jake tells Loeke that he has shamed the family with his actions, but Aonung comes to respect Loeke. Loeke tells his siblings, plus Suraya and the other Metkana, about his encounter with Pyakan but Tsureya informs Loeke that Pakayan is considered an outcast among the other Tolkien. After Loeke attempts to communicate with Pyakin to learn more about his history, Tsureya takes the others toward the cove of their ancestors, showing them how the land looks during the eclipse. She also guides them underwater to the Metkayina Tree of Souls. When Kiri connects herself to the tree, she is able to see and communicate with grace. However, Kiri soon suffers a terrible seizure and her siblings bring her back to the shore. Jake gets Norm and Max to try and help Kiri, but they are of no help until Ronald tries her hand and is able to revive Kiri. Norm tells Jake that any visions she thinks she is seeing might be a result of frontal lobe epilepsy. Unfortunately, Quaritch's teammate Lyle Wayne Fleet, Matt Gerald, informs him of a radar picked up off the gunship that Norm and Max came in on. The villains then meet up with a whaling vessel operated by Captain Mick Scoresby, Brendan Cowell, and Dr. Ian Garvin, Jermaine Clement, to give them more of an advantage, since they are already hunting Tolkien for anti-aging remedies. The Metcana bond with their Tulcan, including Ronald and her sole sister Aung Soon, Quaritch and his team show up. They mercilessly kill a Tolkien and threaten a Metcana woman unless they disclose the location of Jake and his family. Spider becomes horrified and tries to get his father to stop. The villains then begin to burn down their trees and homes. Quaritch orders his team to attack to draw Jake to them. Loake once again tries to ask Pyakan what he did to make him an outcast. Pyakan opens his mouth and allows Loake to enter him and link with him. Loake sees Pyakan's memories and sees that he attacked the whalers because they killed his mother and family. Loeke attempts to relay this new information to the Metcana, but Jake tries to shut him up so that they do not risk further alienating the Metcana. Loeke talks to Tsireya about this, and she believes in him. The whalers begin their attack, launching harpoons filled with inflatables and piercing the fins of the tulkan, including Awe and her child. After collecting their material from her, Ronald and the other Metcana arrive, and Ronald wails in agony at the loss of her sole sister and her child. Tonawari and Ronald, along with dozens of angry Metcana, turn their ire toward Jake for leading the villains to their land as they knew would happen. When Jake points out that the Tulcan will be marked for death with the Wailers' trackers, he tells the Metcana to warn the Tulcan before more of them are killed. Loake heads off to warn Pyakan, despite Netiam's warnings against it. He follows his brother, along with Tsuraya and Aonung, and then Kiri and Tuck. They find Pyakan, already hit with a tracker. Netium contacts Jake to alert him, and he and Nightitiri head off to rescue their kids. The Whalers initiate their attack, going after the kids and Tulkan. Jake and Nityteri are joined by Metcana warriors in the fight. The kids are captured in the struggle and are held prisoner on the vessel. When Jake and company arrive, Quaritch orders him to stand down, holding Loeke at gunpoint to show he's serious. Jake prepares to surrender himself until Pyakin sees his sole brother in danger, so he leaps out of the water and slams down onto the vessel, taking some whalers down in the process. The NA6 use this moment to charge into battle. With help from Pyakin and the Metcana, they are able to kill most of the whalers. Scoresby attempts to harpoon Pyakin, but he manages to wrap the wire around their boat, killing the men and severing Scoresby's arm in the process. The kids escape, and Kiri uses her powers to manipulate the ocean environment to kill some whalers. Spider also turns on the other humans and rejoins his NA6 family. In the midst of the battle, Nettium rescues his siblings and their friends, but he is shot. The family gets to a rock where they attempt to help Nettium. he succumbs to his wounds. Nightyteary wails in despair at the loss of her son, and the rest of the family is devastated. Quaritch contacts Jake, revealing he has Kiri and Tuck as his hostages. Jake heads into the sinking vessel for the final showdown, accompanied by Nightyteary, Spider, and Nighty Nightyteary ruthlessly slaughters Quaritch's team in retribution for Nettium, just as Jake goes to face his nemesis. After Jake frees Tuck, Quaritch emerges with Kiri and a knife to her throat. Tiri grabs Spider and threatens his life in return. Although Quaritch tries to deny his care and relationship with the boy, he relents and lets Kiri go after Tiri cuts Spider across his chest. Nightyteary brings the kids to safety, and Jake decides to end it with Quaritch, fighting to the death. The vessel starts to come down completely, trapping the family underwater. Jake fights Quaritch until he manages to get him in a chokehold and let him sink underwater. Loeke finds his father, who tells him to go without him since Jake doesn't think he will make it, but Loeke helps him breathe the weight Tsereya showed him, and they escape with Pyakan. Meanwhile, Kiri summons the underwater creatures to help her get Nightitiri and tuck out of there. Spider swims to save Quaritch, but he abandons him for his evil deeds and rejoins Jake's family with Jake officially taking him in as a son. Jake prepares to bid Tonowari farewell, but he tells Jake that he and his family are met Kana now and are welcome to stay. The family then holds a funeral for Netium where his body is given to the Tree of Souls, and they are told that he is now with Ewa. Jake and Nightitiri link themselves to the tree, where they are able to see Netium through memories. Jake, recognizing this land as his family's new home, vows to continue to do fight and protect them. In the end hope you guys enjoy.